162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Today on the ZabeCast, contrary to reports, I'm alive. Not great, but alive. Tom Brady has broken the bank and broken my brain with the largest sports broadcasting deal in history, but doesn't make sense. I might insult F1 fans, and a baseball announcer says what we were all thinking. Your bonus, uncensored, 30-minute wild ride of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, man. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Wednesday, May 11, 2022. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for being patient with me. I am... Still not feeling great, but there is an interesting twist in the plot. I thought for sure that I had the flu, a little touch of the flu. I had slight chills. I was running a bit of a fever, 102, spiking at times, then going down. Sore throat, no coughs, no real congestion, some uh, some sweating at night, I'm like, it's got to be the flu. So I went into a uh, ready clinic here in Wisconsin where I'm at, and I got tested for COVID and the flu. And the nurse practitioner was like, well, you got a fever of 102, and with everything else, you know, you probably have the flu. So I'm going to prescribe Tamiflu now for you. Uh, the test will come back in hopefully 24 hours or less, and then we'll know for sure. Well, the test came back negative, negative. <laughs> so I don't know what it is, and I'm not really – feeling good that I don't know what it is. It could be a million different things, right? I don't feel like I'm on death's door at all. I'm just not quite right. I'm sick enough that I could have worked the morning show. On Tuesday, I stayed out just because people, you know, you're in a studio and I, just out of an abundance of caution, whether I had the flu or COVID, not to come in. So, yeah, um, I don't know. So I got a couple emails. Uh, this one from Gil, who said, Zave, you're talking about how you don't know what you're sick with. Made me think of the cold open from the Beach Games episode of The Office. Uh, okay, where does it hurt? Just all over. I don't want to do anything dying. No, that's not how it works. You have to point to a specific part of the body. <laughs> right there. Abdomen, uh, menses. Maybe. The uterus contracts after your egg passes through it. No, I don't have eggs. So when did this start? About 10 minutes ago. Ten. And when I came in with the paperwork? Mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago. About 40 times a year, Michael gets really sick but has no symptoms. Dwight is always gravely concerned. 
Ooh, is it possible you ate food that contained animal waste? That's possible. <laughs> I hope I'm not as much of a hypochondriac as Michael Scott, but it is kind of weird. Because, you know, it's mainly it's my, my throat, a sore throat, which I can swallow, but it's just, ah. What I want to do is I want to pack the back of my throat with ice and just let it sit there. You know, like a club that packs urinals with ice. So I want to pack it back in there and just let it sit. But yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, you know, stomach feels a little bit wonky. I don't have diarrhea, but it's a little bit... Little bit of post-nasal drip. Don't know exactly. Then I got this. Uh, Zabe, don't overthink it. Says Dan, this time of year... It's allergies. Be well. <laughs> I don't know if it's allergies. How are you? Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Then there's this uh, from uh, Crawford in Bedford, Virginia. Did I cut off his first name? Uh, not sure. Uh, he says, Zabe, just want to let you know, words of encouragement, what separates the good ones from the great ones, their ability to play hurt. Listening to your introduction for your Milwaukee show on Monday morning, I would have never guessed. You were not 100%. Well, I was not, but I was okay enough while I was in there doing it. And I could have played yesterday. I don't really take days off or games off, but I did it out of an abundance of caution. I'll be back on uh, this morning as you download this episode. I'll be back back on 97.3 The Game, and away we go. Okay, let's get to the podcast, shall we? Tom Brady has broken the bank. A 10-year... $375 million deal to broadcast and be Fox's number one analyst as soon as he's done playing football, which could be after this coming year, could be after two more years. Who knows? As somebody quipped, oh, so he'll be ready for the 2029 season then. It's a staggering number. It so far eclipses the 18-5 for Romo, and I, I forget how much Aikman was able to weasel out of ESPN to go there. But on the one hand, I get it. Tom Brady is this rarefied gem. It's like you're purchasing a rare living piece of art. And Fox says they're going to leverage him, not just as their lead analyst, but in other ways with clients and blah, blah, blah. For that much money, yeah, he better be willing to do some corporate outings, some golf tournaments and whatnot. But $37.5 million, here's the thing. We don't know if he'll be any good. I don't think he's ever done any game analyst work. Now, you might say, well, how bad can he be? He's played quarterback at the highest level of anybody ever. He knows the game. He'll be like Romo. Or he may be like Drew Brees. Drew Brees was so bad, I think they've shifted him off of doing the games on NBC. I can't be sure about that. But the $37.5 million, on the one hand, there's two things. One, Tom Brady is a rare piece of art. One of one, living artwork that you can use a myriad of ways. So you're going to pay a premium for that. I get it. Secondly, you're already paid so much money for the rights to the games that these accessories, meaning the announcers, are hardly anything in comparison 
I think Fox is paying close to a billion dollars a week in just the rights to the games. So what's another $30 million on top of that for Tom Brady? And the other factor in Tommy Terrific's favor is that he didn't need it. The ability to say, eh, I don't think so, was very high. His ability to go, oh, I'm just going to stay. Once I retire, I'm going to stay retired. I'm going to figure out what I want to do next and go from there. Now, so those combination of things made Fox overpay like crazy for him. But still, at the end of the day, I don't understand. Isn't there a board of directors at a company that has to review this kind of stuff and says, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I know he's a rare gem. We don't know if he's any good, but uh, $37.5 million. Uh, what's the high watermark for these guys? 20 25 You don't want to go to 30 Who are we bidding against exactly for Tom Brady? Anyone know exactly? Like you'd think they'd say, we don't mind spending a lot for him, but we're not going to overpay for this muffler. I guess it's all such funny money. The NFL just keeps on keeping on. I thought a good point was made by Albert Breer on this. Albert Breer tweeted, all joking aside, Brady getting $37.5 million per year, Aikman and Romo getting $18 million per year, to basically voice over game broadcasts is pretty interesting in the context on the true value on those on the NFL stage and what they provide. Players ought to pay attention to that. Well, I'm sure the players are paying attention, but what power do they have to do to get more of the pie? They're locked into a CBA that's still ongoing for at least several more years, and once it's up again, they have to be willing, the union has to be willing to storm the league and literally take it hostage and shut it down. I don't want this to happen, by the way. I'm just saying what it would take for them to win in an uh, arbitration or not a, in a negotiation. Yeah, they, they would have to inflict real pain on the owners, and it's hard because they're billionaires. It'd be real pain on America if we went two, three months without a football season in the NFL. But the pie keeps on growing, and, well, guys like Tom Brady continue to win. It's good to see a guy like Tom Brady finally catch a break in life. Okay, I'll show myself out. Schedule release is coming up this week, Thursday. They're dribbling out certain games along the way. Fine. Andy Pauley tweets, you can't make this up. Look at this announcement. The Commanders have invited fans to a schedule release party out at FedEx Field. And you can go see starting left tackle Charles Leto to secure your RSVP. Uh, they say, uh, uh, shoot me uh, in a text. Who is this here? Uh, Commander Alex is tweeting this. Is he with the team? Uh, yeah, account executive. Commander Alex, account executive for Washington's football team. So, yeah. You're invited to an evening with Charles Leno Jr. <laughs> Andy points out, you can't make this up. The public is invited to schlep to FedEx Field where few go for actual games to share in the excitement of the schedule release with the one and only Charles Leno. I mean, how can you pass this up? 
The sad thing is, Andy, they'll probably get a couple hundred people because they might live out there, and they might sell one or two season tickets or five or 10 or 20, and they're just going to call to win. But it does look very, very sad and very, very weak. My Capitals, damn it, they had a chance to go up 3-1 on the one seed in the East, the Florida Panthers, who have just now reemerged from hockey's witness protection program. And they couldn't quite do it because Garnett Hathaway missed a 95-foot empty netter by two inches. Up 2-1 late, Florida pulls their goalie. Hathaway gets the puck near their own goal, wings it down the ice, and oh, just on the outside of the post. Next thing you know, Florida comes back and scores 2-2. They go to overtime, goal, and there you go. Series is 2-2. The hockey's been fantastic uh, this spring. Uh, Six of the series so far, six of the eight series are 2-2, which is tied for the most in NHL history that you have this many tight series uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So that's been uh, fun to watch there. The Dallas Mavericks have concluded their investigation into the kerfuffle with Chris Paul's family. Now, this happened a couple nights ago, and they kicked a couple the kid out with his mom, and Chris Paul was like, I'll see you later. Okay, tough guy. You won't see him later, but fine. And according to the early reports, it said that the, that somebody put their hands on Mrs. Paul, Chris Paul's mother. He put, somebody put hands on his mother. There was video, but only in the aftermath and nothing that really showed anything. And as I tweeted, you know, as one of the deputized 290 million Twitter users who are tasked to solve every little minor kerfuffle in society, I'm going to need to know, A, what does put hands on exactly mean? And number and B, I need to see more video. Well, apparently there's no more video, and the hands-on, according to the Dallas Mavericks in their investigation, is that fans were attempting to give unwanted hugs to Chris Paul's family. They've been banned as a result until 2023. Unwanted hugs. Listen, don't touch people. Don't hug people. I mean, that's wrong if that's exactly what happened. Don't hug people. Not even in a pseudo-fake, sarcastic kind of way. But at the end of the day, we're talking about hugging, as Allen Iverson would say. Unwanted hugs, and it was this big deal. Britney Spears is on her own now. Remember, she won her big case to be free of the conservatorship. How's she doing? Eh, depends on who you ask. Apparently, fans are saying she's crying for help and that she appears sick after a new batch of full frontal nudes were posted to her social media. Wait, what? The photo shows Spears totally nude except for her hands attempting to cover her breasts and a small heart covering her genitals. She has two teenage sons currently pregnant with a child conceived with her fiancé, Sam Ashgari. She tweeted, Photo dump of the last time I was in Mexico before there was a baby inside me. Why the heck do I look 10 years younger on vacation? Well, okay. Uh, she didn't tweet it. It was on her Instagram, but still. There's a good chance that Britney Spears goes back off the rails into the ditch. But when you learned about the nature of that conservatorship and, and, and the way she was legally 
put in financial jail, it just seemed like the wrongest thing possible. It made you go, wow, that you can actually do that to somebody. Huh. Interesting. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. F1 is all the rage. I know the Netflix series Drive to Survive is very popular. It's on my to-do list. I'm going to get to it, I promise. My heckler voice. No, you're not. (laughs) I'm going to get to it. I I do want to watch it. I want to be conversant of it, and I need to be conversant of it. Michael Jordan was inside the uh, pit area at the Miami race this past weekend. It gets a lot of buzz. It gets a lot of young people tweeting. What it doesn't get is ratings. <laughs> this, uh, the numbers from Motorsports Viewership on Sunday last weekend, NASCAR Cup Series at Darlington, 1.45 rating, translating into 2.6 million viewers. Formula One, 1.08 rating, translating into... million viewers. How is that number? Yeah, that's the 2 million is lower. So in other words, NASCAR outdrew F1, 2.6 million to 2 million. And if the, in the younger demographic, 18 to 49, that's the only demographic in which F1 beat NASCAR, but not by a whole lot. 735 to 517,000. Uh, Darren Ravel tweets, F1 is a spectacle, but even people who attend the race will tell you the actual racing is kind of boring. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'll give it a look-see. I have no problem being into the sport, acknowledging that, hey, you know what? The game or the races themselves aren't that great, but knowing the personalities, knowing the money involved, knowing the egos involved, that's where it's really at. Headline, Mike Tyson won't be charged for punching fan aboard flight, according to district attorney. I'm sorry, why is this headline not reading Mike Tyson to be given commendation for being an outstanding citizen for punching man in face who harassed him aboard a flight? Because that's what that headline should read. Of course he's not going to be charged. You think anyone would convict him in a court of law given that there is video evidence of this moron is Jackweed harassing him as he's dressed, just trying to have a peaceful flight, for God's sakes? Well, I'll see you all in court when I sue. Kicker Josh Lambeau has sued the Jacksonville Jaguars, claiming Urban Meyer created a hostile work environment. Listen, I know that uh, 
Urban Meyer was a jackass and said some mean things to Josh Lambeau. But really, this is where we're at right now. He seeks $3.5 million in salary for 2021, plus damages for emotional distress. Emotional damage. Lawsuit filed in the 4th Judicial Circuit Court of Duval County on Tuesday. Uh, Lambeau reported the incident uh, created a hostile work environment. Lambeau, oh yeah, this is uh, because Urban Meyer allegedly kicked and verbally abused him. Lambeau, the fourth most accurate place kicker in NFL history, missed a field goal attempt in each of the Jaguars' first two preseason games. In a practice before the final exhibition, when Lambeau was in a lunge position, Meyer approached him, kicked him in the leg, and said, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks. Lambeau said he told Myers to never strike him again, but, the Meyer, but Meyer responded with, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever I fucking feel like it or whenever, I, whenever the fuck I want. Lambeau reported the incident, and it's wrong and it's stupid and fuck Urban Meyer, but the lawsuits, enough of the lawsuits. Hillary Duff has stripped down for nude photos in Women's Health magazine, saying, I'm proud of my body. I'm proud of Hillary Duff for being proud of her body. I have always thought she was quite something. Lizzie McGuire is all grown up. The former child star and one-time pop princess who had a few catchy ditties back in the late 90s, early 2000s, has taken it all off. Tastefully, though, in a nude photo shoot for the May to June cover of Women's Health. 34 years old, Hillary Duff says, I've gained a lot of respect for my body. I've taken me, it's taken me all the places I need to go. It's helped me build a beautiful family. I feel like the older I get, the more confident I get in my own skin. Good. Good for her on that. I don't know what she's doing now, per se, but she's still out there. I wonder if she's going to go back to making music, or is that pretty much over these days? Dateline announcing every now and then a broadcaster just comes out and says it. The filter is off. The safety on the loaded gun is clicked and off, and you just say what comes to mind. Gavin Sheets committed an error. There's a ball hit toward right field. Sheets coming in. Drops the ball. The Guardians will score first as Quan comes home. Into second base is Owen Miller. Are and you Sheets just simply botched it. <laughs> Are you shitting base me? Base is Owen Miller. Are and you Sheets just simply botched it. <laughs> Guardians color commentator Rick Manning just lost his sense of where am I and what am I doing and blurted it out. Hey, baseball is a funny game sometimes, and people make mistakes. What are you going to do? Dateline soccer, Brazilian defender Marcelo, you know, they go by one name, was dropped from his club team, Lyon, due to continuous farting and laughing about it in the dressing room. Sources have told ESPN. As dumb as that sounds, in a way, maybe that's appropriate 
If a guy can't control his own ass gas, if he has no respect for the sanctity of the locker room, if he's making a joke of it, unless he's really good, they'll be like, yeah, you know what? Don't need to worry about it. See you later. File this one under, under, this is fine, your president, Joe Biden. And I agree with what Chairman Powell said last week, that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we build is inflation. So the Fed should... (laughs) Things are going great. President Biden gave a speech on Tuesday talking about all his administration is going to be doing to fight inflation. Same administration that insisted, oh, this inflation is transitory a year ago. Listen, I'm no financial genius. I know this. You keep printing money. Money machine go Inflation's going to happen. This is not a complicated subject or concept to understand in economics. But listen to that cognitive command from our elected leader. 81 million votes strong, most in history. And I agree with what Chairman Powell said last week, that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we build is inflation. So the Fed should... So there you go. Meanwhile, there is a baby formula shortage I'm now aware of. Supply chain, other reasons, I don't know exactly. Do we import all our baby formula from China? Wouldn't shock me. You know, China is in the midst of this ridiculous, insane COVID zero strategy where they are busting down doors. I've seen videos of, of, the, of the COVID police literally kicking in apartment doors to force test people. And if they're positive, drag them away. And there are ships lined up outside of China waiting to get to port but can't because of their aggressive you know, zero COVID strategy. Remember, it's a huge embarrassment for China and their communist leaders if they can't control this thing. So they're going to do whatever is necessary to try to put up the facade that, oh, yeah, we've got this under control. So I'm sure there's supply chain issues, and I wouldn't be shocked if we import a lot of baby formula, but, okay, hold on a second. We, We can't make baby formula? And what's even more insane and exceedingly frustrating for the average citizen who's keeping at least a loose tab on what's going on with the running of our country and the way the world works is that Congress is on its way to approving $40 billion in additional aid for Ukraine. $40 billion more for Ukraine. Ukraine is fucking lost, people. It is done. Are you kidding me? Get a grip. $40 billion. Wouldn't it be better? And I know I'm not, I'm a a proponent of free markets and capitalism, so I don't want the government being in the baby formula business per se, but let's just say for half of that $40 billion, a a fraction of the $40, maybe $1 billion, the government says, okay, we are going to ramp up a baby formula plant in the middle of the country, Topeka, Kansas. I, I got to believe we got all the machinery, all the raw materials needed, the technical know-how to do it, and we're going to build it real quick in a month. 
and we're going to start cranking out the baby formula. And we're going to get it done so quick because we're going to spend a lot of money. It's going to be a billion-dollar baby formula plant. And then we'll at least not have our little baby starving. Wouldn't that be a better use? And then once the supply chain untangles and the crisis goes away, who cares what happens to the pop-up government baby formula factory? Burn it to the ground. It's only a billion dollars. It's $39 billion left. Uh, $39 billion less than the utterly corrupt warlords in the Ukraine and all the arms grifters along the way in our government and their government. And Republicans are going along with this, which makes it especially infuriating for many of us who have to vote for those assholes because there's no other choice. Let's end on something happier, shall we? Every now and then you hear about certain punishments for finishing last in your fantasy league. In general, I think there should be a penalty for finishing last. Nobody likes the guy that doesn't actually try hard and lets his roster go stale and has a ghost chip of a team that wanders off into the night. But some of the harsh penalties for finishing last, they make, they make me a bit queasy. You know, the tattoo punishment, you know, of, of an embarrassing tattoo like a My Little Pony tattoo or something like that. Uh, uh, in, in Minneapolis, uh, Church, with his guys on the power trip in the morning, on KFAN, the guy who finishes last every year, it's a, it's a rotating punishment that's pretty bad, including one year a guy had to uh, pay for billboards with his face uh, with a ad for an STD clinic. In, in and around Minneapolis. So here's one that I can't believe is real, but I think it is. It's withstood the test of at least 12 hours or so of the story being out, almost 24 hours. Headline, weekend hacker forced to play U.S. Open qualifier as punishment for losing his fantasy football league. A guy who was unfortunate enough to be paired with him said... Um, played at the U.S. Open local qualifier today, teed off on the first hole. One of my playing partners wasn't there. We wait a minute, get word he's on the wrong tee, comes over to hole 10, hits his tee shot 10 feet. He's five over after two. His caddy looks at us and goes, we are so sorry, but he lost a fantasy football bet, and this is his punishment. He ended up shooting 112. Now, you might say, well, how do they prevent people from going to qualifiers, uh, you know, to to not embarrass and gum up the tournament? Well, they do have a 1.4 handicap requirement, but this may be a shock to some, but it isn't to many. You can manipulate your handicap. You can even enter a fraudulent handicap for a mere $35 or whatever it is per year. You can open up a handicap at a club, put in a bunch of scores. And who's going to really know? It's supposed to be a game of honor and respect. And you're not supposed to use that as a punishment just because you lost your fantasy league, but I can imagine just how mortified and embarrassed he was. Does he get credit, though, for at least finishing? Perhaps. One last one. This tweet was great. 
Markets are tanking. That's another piece of good news right now. Just kidding. Uh, this one, this tweet was great. I mortgaged my house to buy Bitcoin at $64,000. By the way, it's like close to thirty now. It's lost half its value. Luckily, though, my mortgage company specializes in Bitcoin-backed mortgages, and they just went out of business. Free house. <laughs> you, sir, win the internet for today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for letting me take a day off to convalesce. Hopefully I'm on the mend. Hopefully I find out what I had. Or maybe I'll never find out what I had. Maybe this little illness will be like the Russian in Pine Barrens, in The Sopranos, that you never see or hear from again, and you just don't know what happened to him. I may not know what happened to me, but certainly amateur armchair medical analysis, always welcome. Because I sure as hell am not going to start Googling my symptoms. That would be a terrible idea. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. hundred and sixty two games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props, galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway, all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.